back to the podcast. I'm Tina. I'm here to help you step up your spiritual parenting and pray prayers that will transform your children's lives. This week, we are praying against fear in our children. There are a lot of reasons to fear the world and what's going on in it these days, but we should not be surprised or panicked at all by all we see going on. Things are going exactly according to God's plan, and He is the one in control, despite what our human eyes are telling us. The temptation in all of this for parents is to fear just about everything that's going on out there. Let's face it, we've spent the better part of three years navigating the nuances of a global pandemic. No sooner have we gotten through that and started turning the corner, we are facing what could potentially be World War III. Thankfully, God has graciously given us a heads up when it comes to what's going to go on. I've seen the body of Christ step up to the plate in so many ways, and yet many of us are still very fearful of what is to come. The body of Christ should not be fearful of what is happening at all. Aren't we the ones who have all the hope and promise in the world? Aren't we God's chosen people? The greatest enemy of our peace is fear. We are commanded in the Bible hundreds of times to not fear, yet in many instances, I feel pulled toward fear. My guess is that you have been too recently. We're living in times when this could be the church's finest moment. We need only to rise to the occasion that is set before us. People around us should see something different in us. It is during these times like this that we as the body of Christ should not be taken by surprise. We have the book. We know what's going to happen. We've read the last chapter. And instead of reacting, we should be responding. Will these days we are living in be hard? You bet they will, but fearing them will only prove to be counterproductive. Now is when our focus on our mission, the Great Commission, is vital. Our children and those around us are watching us very closely. We are the ones who proclaim Christ to the world around us, and we are called to be holy, to be different from the world. We are called to live in peace, the peace that Christ died to give us. Our prayer sheet this week gives us the opportunity to pray specifically against fear in our children. The devotions will give you the tools to step up your spiritual parenting in this area as well. I would love for you to join me and prayer warriors around the world who are transforming the lives of their children through prayer. I will leave a link in the show notes so you can go subscribe to the Raising Kids on Your Knees Prayer Tribe and join us as we pray for the next generations. Although we don't know what exactly will happen in the days to come, there are a few Bible verses I've found that brings me comfort, and I want to share them with you today. First, let's look at the go-to verse anytime we're talking about fear. 2 Timothy 1.7 For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but of power, love, and self-discipline. Fear, as defined by dictionary.com, is an unpleasant emotion caused by the belief that someone or something is dangerous, likely to cause pain or a threat. There are many things in our world today that are dangerous, likely to cause pain, and are very present threat to many. What we do with that fear will be our defining moment as a church as we walk through what is yet to come in our world. As a child of God, we should never be gripped 
by or defined by fear. In Christ, we can walk in the power God gives us and love others as Christ has loved us. Self-discipline at a time like this should define the follower of Jesus. When we face times of uncertainty, we must make the choice to believe that God is in control. God has not fallen off the throne. He loves us incredibly, and he is the one who is in control completely. Our children are looking to us to show them how to respond to what is going on around us, not cover it up. When we demonstrate to them that our confidence and peace is in God, we are teaching them that they too can trust God with their future. Second, Isaiah 41.10 gives me such great comfort, and I hope it does for you too. Don't be afraid, for I am with you. Don't be discouraged, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will hold you up with my victorious right hand. We are commanded by God in his word to not be afraid. It's a choice of the free will that he's given us. Allowing our emotions to go unchecked leads to discouragement and depression. We don't need to be afraid because God is with us. He is our God and he will strengthen us. He will help us in our time of need if we allow him to. Do you truly believe that? This kind of strength and courage only comes when we put our complete trust in God. His promise is to hold us up with his victorious right hand. We can rest assured that no matter what happens as a follower of Jesus, we will walk in victory over all of this. When our children see us strengthened by our God and walking in victory over the fear that has gripped our world, they too will be drawn to him through us. Third, this verse reminds me of the secret to peace. You will keep in perfect peace all who trust in you, all whose thoughts are fixed on you. That's Isaiah 26.3. Doesn't perfect peace sound so good right now? When we are in the heat of a spiritual battle like we are right now, only God can offer us perfect peace. This peace that he offers comes when we put our full trust in him. Full trust, not partial trust, not trust that says I'm unaffected. It is complete, unconditional trust in the God of the universe. The kind of peace that God offers will require our thoughts to be fully fixed on him. It's easy for our thoughts to be distracted when the news is always playing in the background. We have access to 24-7 reports of what's going on around the world, and they are nothing but a distraction from fixing our thoughts on God. I want to encourage you to turn off the TV and instead turn up the praise and worship. Fix your thoughts and eyes on the God who is in complete control. Then trust the rest to a God who sees you and loves you with unfailing love. It may not feel like it, but nothing that is going on is too big for our Father. Do you believe that? Fourth, I'm grateful for a Bible verse that gives us actions to follow. Philippians 4, 6 is one of those verses that we can lean into. Don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. I can be so quick to quote that verse and also quick to believe they are suggestions from God. This verse is not a suggestion to not worry. It is a command to not worry. God would never ask us to do something that's impossible, nor would he insult us by asking us to do something that's easy. Making the choice to not worry despite your feelings will take courage and strength, but it is possible. 
Fortunately, God doesn't just stop with the command not to worry. He gives us a formula to make it happen. And here it is. It's twofold. First, you are to pray about everything. Everything. It is a deception to think something is too small or insignificant to pray about. God wants to hear all about it. Everything. He wants to be deeply connected with you in the smallest things. He longs for you to talk to him about everything just like you would your best friend. He wants to hear from you what you need. Second, and this is probably the most freeing part of all, he wants you to thank him. Have you ever sat quietly and thought about all the things you can thank God for? Even during chaos, there's always things we can thank God for. I want to challenge you to find five things each day to thank God for and write them down. Put them in a journal. Dwell on his goodness every day and watch the worry fade away in the presence of his grace. Get your kids involved. Ask them what they are thankful for while you're sitting around the dinner table. I guarantee you it will spark some uplifting conversation. And fifth, so much of our Christian life is centered around the choices we make. This last verse encourages us to make a choice. I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart. And the peace I give is a gift the world cannot give. So don't be troubled or afraid. That's out of John 14, 27. I'm sure you love to receive gifts. I know I sure do. Look at that incredible gift that God has given us in this verse. It's peace of mind and heart. We can use a good dose of peace of mind and heart right about now. This peace of mind and heart doesn't come from the world. The world can't give it to us. It's impossible for the world to give us that kind of peace. You can't look to the world for the peace of mind and heart that only God can give. Your focus has to be on him to receive that gift. If you're looking at the world to give you peace of mind and heart, you'll never find it there. Never. And here's the command. Don't be troubled or afraid. It's a choice of our will out of an act of obedience to God to not be troubled or afraid. We are people who walk by faith and not by sight. This is what makes us different and light to those around us. As I ponder all that's going on in our world, I'm reminded of God's protection of his people during the plagues God sent over Egypt and Exodus. God was able to protect his people then, and he can protect his people now. We are his chosen, just like the Israelites were. God is getting the attention of those who refuse him. Just as Pharaoh saw the protection of God's people, so will the world see God's protection over his people if we simply follow him. We have the blood of the lamb painted over our doors because of the death of Jesus and our choice to follow him. So here are your five tips for stepping up your spiritual parenting in the area of fear this week. Number one, God has not given us a spirit of fear but a spirit of power, love, and self-discipline. We must learn to walk in that. Number two, remember that these are commands from God and not suggestions. He has told us, don't be afraid. Number three, God will give us perfect peace when our eyes are focused on him. Turn down the TV and the news and turn up the praise and worship. Number four, Grab a journal and write down five things every day that you can be thankful for and ask your kids what they're thankful for. And number five, remember that you are only going to find peace in Jesus, not in the world. 
There is nothing to fear in this world. I know this will be our finest hour as his children, as we look to him and shine as lights in the darkness. Thank you for being with me today. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, thank you so much for my friend. As we focus on this whole idea of fear, Lord, I pray that we would not bow down to it, that we would only bow down to you, and that in the name of Jesus, the fear and the spirit of fear that's in our country right now would be bound. Lord, help us to walk in freedom from it, to confess it, Lord, if we are walking in it as sin, and to turn and walk and follow you. Thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name I pray, amen. 